We continue with Terps pregame live, getting you ready for the series opener between Maryland and Nebraska at Haymarket Park. Turks come in at 9-10 and 10 on the season, and we're joined by Rob Vaughn, leader of the pack, head coach of the Maryland Terrapins. Rob, what are you looking for most in this series after taking three or four last weekend? Yeah, I just I want to see the same mentality we came out with last weekend. I thought last weekend we, we were really hooked in. I thought our energy was really good. I thought we played a really good brand of baseball. I thought the will to win was really high, and that sounds silly when you – when you worry about that. But I think, man, in college athletics, I think so many times you can get bogged down on your struggles personally or your successes personally and this and that. And, man, I felt like last weekend the boys really were one solid unit going out there and competing and really proud of their effort. And that's what I just want to see. I want us to just continue getting better and better. I said about two or three weeks ago, you know, when we circle back with some of these teams later in the year, I want them to kind of watch us and be like, holy cow, man, that's that's not the same team we played several weeks ago. And so that's our goal, to keep getting better and better, to keep playing, playing a really good brand of baseball, to, uh, to really stay connected and just have a strong desire to win and do whatever it takes to get that thing done. 17 runs on Monday against Michigan. How do you take the momentum from Monday and roll it into tonight and Saturday and Sunday? I think we're just gonna we're gonna have to have the same mentality. One thing I talked to our team a lot about Michigan was is is they don't quit. They won't go away. You know, they they ended up beating Michigan State earlier in the year. They were down seven nothing in the ninth inning and come back and win. Which man, it's college athletics. Crazy things happen. You know, and I think this Nebraska team I've played here plenty of times as a player. I've coached here plenty of times. You know, from back in my K State days to to being here at Maryland, and they're going to have a good good crowd for us. It's going to be a good time for our guys. You know, our, not only are our guys getting used to playing again, but even their games haven't really been in front of much other than family. And I mean, they're going to have some rowdy people down there tonight, which is going to be good for them. It's going to be exciting for them, but it's going to be really imperative that we just don't take our foot off the gas if we're up early. Then we do not get comfortable, and we just keep coming because. One thing I know about a Will Bolt offense is they're not going to stop. They're going to they're going to be really aggressive and keep keep throwing punches at you. So we're going to have to do a good job if we can get a lead to keep you know to keep going and to keep extending that thing. And if we're playing from behind, we've shown this year that not that we love playing from behind, but that we're comfortable with it. That we don't panic and we can handle it and just keep chipping in, keep chipping away, keep chipping away and get it done. So to me, that's the big thing. That's the takeaway from Monday that I loved. It's obviously seventeen runs are good, but. We just didn't really take our foot off the gas. We played really hard for 27 outs, and so we're going to have to do three different times again this weekend. For some of the younger players on your roster that haven't really experienced an atmosphere with fans this year or you know, even last year too much, how do you prepare them for the environment in Nebraska today? Man, I, I don't think you can. I just think it's ever it, it's gonna, it'll take them. When they start to go big red and all that good stuff, I've heard that plenty of times like, it can be intimidating, you know, and it, but but it's good. You can you can prep them for it, but it's what they all want to play for. You know, everybody's – when you're a kid, you don't dream of playing in front of an empty stadium. You dream of playing in front of hostile fans that are screaming and yelling and going crazy. Like, that's what we all live for. So, it's a matter of, hey, man, this doesn't change it. It's going to probably up your – you know, your stress response a little bit. Your heart might beat a little bit quicker, but nothing changes. Still 60-foot, 90-foot bases. We go to work and do our thing. So it's going to be a good opportunity. You, you know, you prep them for it a little bit, but they, they all are going to welcome it, man. These Even when you're on the other side of it, you're the ones getting getting razzed a little bit. Like, it's still worth it, and it's still a lot of fun to play. And so I think the boys will really enjoy being out there, excuse me, out there in it today. This is your third time at Haymarket Park as a coach, but like you said, you were at Haymarket Park as a player when you were at Kansas State. What memories stick out to you from your playing days? <laughs> well, uh, man, literally the, the biggest thing I remember here is is I got thrown out of a game on Friday night. <laughs> I was catching, and 
I was actually behaving myself, which might surprise some people, yeah, but sure I was actually you were. being I was being the peacemaker. We had we had our Friday night guys, my senior year of college, Friday night guy, AJ Morris, ended up he finished second in, in college baseball for the Golden Spikes Award to Steven Strasburg. That's who beat him out that year. But AJ was our superstar. He was fourteen and one. He's the best man in my wedding, one of my very best friends of all time. And um yeah, they there was a play at the plate in the first. The ball kind of got away from me, kind of kicked up, bounced away. I get it. We throw home. You know, the guy's safe. <clears throat> I look up. You know, I'm kind of mad at myself because I should have blocked the ball. But I look up, and AJ, who's our superstar, and whoever their guy was, I don't remember who it was, are like nose-to-nose like John at each other. So I literally got in between them, and I pushed AJ back towards our dugout, my guy, pushed him back towards our dugout, pushed their guy back towards theirs, just separating them. But the Nebraska faithful did not enjoy me touching their player, and it ended up being this mess. No punches were thrown. Nothing got crazy, but it just became this giant shooting match and or shoving match. And I joke with our old head coach, Brad Hill, all the time. It was like he made me the old sacrificial lamb in that situation. It was like, <laughs> we cannot lose AJ. We can lose Rob. That's all right, but we cannot lose AJ in this situation. So I ended up getting the old heave-ho in the first or second inning and had to go watch the rest of the game from the locker room. But – but so many times here, man. Just had so many great memories here. It's a, it's an awesome place. It's, I man. This is a college sports town. They, they love Husker sports, and and it's a fun place to play. Whether they're rooting for you against you, but the one thing I'll say about Nebraska people is they've got really good feel. You know, I've seen them more times than not where you have a pitcher that gives a great performance. They don't love it, but they'll give him a standing ovation when he walks off the mound. They've just got really good feel for sports. They love the Huskers. They love all that stuff, but. I mean, we're, we're excited to get out there and go to work today. Well, you've got your ace on the mound tonight in Sean Burke. Last time out against Northwestern, gave up three runs, had eight strikeouts in five innings, but also five walks, and it was a tough first inning for Sean Burke in that start. What are you looking for him tonight? Yeah, I think it's just bringing added awareness to that first inning. You know, I, I tell our hitters all the time as a hitting guy, I say it all the time, like if you're going to go get a superstar, if you're going to go take down a dude on the mound, you better either get them in the first inning when they're trying to settle in or you better get them when they get tired in about the sixth or seventh inning. And so, you know, Berkey did have he, – he's had such good command all year. Like walks have not been an issue for Sean really this year. He's, he's thrown a lot of games with tons of punches and very few walks and just kind of grouped some together there early. Looked like, you know, we had a cold, pretty blistery day that day. I don't know, if, you know, if you could feel the ball great. I don't know what it was, but just didn't command the ball great. And, you know, this is a place with the, with the Husker offense and the way they do it. Like freebies are what kill you. They 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 jump on those things. So they're going to have some dynamic things offensively. But it's going to be really important for Berkey to just come out and do his thing. Because if he can minimize everything else and he can kind of stay within himself, attack the zone and throw his stuff out there, I mean it's it's some of the best stuff in college baseball right now. So I I'm very confident with him. I think it just boils down to him being mentally hooked in, him not letting the situation get too big. At times he kind of gets hyped up and. You know, there'll be some people here, so it'll be hard for him not to, but just to be able to control those emotions a little bit so that he can go out and operate because, you know, he gives us a good start and gives us a chance. You know, either there's not another guy to rather have on the mound to start the game tonight. On the offensive side, Maxwell Costas has had some ups and downs this year and still looking for his first home run. Now, the last time I was at Haymarket Park, we saw Marty Costas hit <laughs> what I think is the longest collegiate home run I have ever seen. Are we going to see Marty's younger brother, Maxwell, kind of repeat some history this weekend? We were literally laughing about that the other day because <laughs> Marty was really kind of in the same boat right there. He just kind of had a just an okay start. And like, honestly, Max is having a much better start than Marty was having at that point. But Marty just literally put us on his back that weekend. 
was launching balls. And so I would love for, for Max to get in there. He got his first extra base hit the other day, which was a little little flare, a little you know, duck into right field, but it cleared the bases. And sometimes that's what you need to get it started. You need that little bit. But he's his swings are getting more aggressive. I think he's getting healthier and healthier every day. His wrist is feeling better and better. He's starting to see some of the aggression come back a little bit um, to his swing. So, so yeah, I mean, I think Max is in a good place, I think, offensively. I think the boys are ready to go. I think they're very confident right now. Um, they're ready to go kind of lock horns with these guys and get it done. Nebraska, as you've mentioned, is a team that loves to put pressure on the opposing defense. So this weekend, Maryland takes the series against the Cornhuskers if your team does what? I think if we if we literally limit free bases, I think we gives our, give ourselves a great chance because what their offense does, I mean, they, they've got 66 bond attempts on the year. That's unbelievable at this point of the year. But what they do is they want to make you – to get you out of your game plan. They want to try to spin the game on you. They want to do exactly what we try to do as an offense. You see it. Like, we get a lead, man, that's when we're going to step on the gas. We're going to go first there. We're going to double squeeze. We're going to hit and run. We're going to steal more bases just because you can be more aggressive. So, to me, the biggest key for us is when they bunt, we take an out. Like, Jackson Hallmark is going to bunt five times this weekend. He's going to get some bunt hits this weekend. And as long as we don't panic because of it, we'll be fine. But what ends up happening in an offense like this when they're constantly putting pressure on you, it's not the bunt single that gets you. It's the bunt single, but then you try to make a superstar play, so you throw it away. Now the guy's at third, and then they hit a ground ball to second, and you're down one nothing. Like That's what this offense has thrived on. Now, they've got the ability to hit some homers, too. Don't get me wrong. They've got almost 30 home runs. They can do that. But their offense is super predicated on putting pressure on you and getting you to change and panic. So if we can slow the game down – when they put a bunt down, we take it out. When they hit us routine ground balls, we make routine plays. This weekend is not going to be built on the extraordinary. It's going to be doing the intricacies and the little pieces of baseball at a high level, both offensively and defensively. So if we can do that, we give ourselves a good chance. Rob, I could talk to you all day, and I'd love to, but we've got a game that we've got to get to. So so I'll let you go on that one. Rob, thank you so much for your time, as always. Always good to catch up, and, and best of luck tonight and this weekend. Thanks, brother. I'll see you out there soon.